What's that all about? Well, the Apostle Paul was trying to give us a hint as to how powerful division in the family is. You see, I've said it many times before. The enemy has but three, just three tools. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and pride of life. But inside each of those three tricks, he has many more tools. One of those tools I talked about a few weeks ago was the tool of sickness and disease. Sickness and disease is going to be here. It is not of God. It is the enemy. But he uses it to distract us from our anointing. He uses it to distract us from purpose. The other tool he uses is division. Division in our family. Division in our churches. Division in our workplace. He creates division and confusion. And with division and confusion, he opens up a window for his miscellaneous imps to enter in. Jesus was trying to tell us how powerful that that tool of division is in, in Matthew, the 12th chapter. You see, the Pharisees were watching Jesus heal the sick, give sight to the blind, let those who could not hear, hear. And they said he's doing it by Beelzebub, the spirit, the, the, the powerful spirit. Jesus said, have you ever seen, I'm paraphrasing it now. Jesus says, have you ever seen a demon fight against a demon? He says, have you ever seen a witch fight against a witch? Have you ever seen a warlock fight against a warlock? He said it in so many words. He says, the prince of the air knows the power of unity. And for that reason, they all stay in their place. The witches know their place. The warlocks know their place. The principalities and the powers in darkness know their place. And they don't cross over. They don't cause confusion. They march as a legion together in unison. He says... If they were to be divided, they would fall. He was giving us a hint of how powerful division is and and how the enemy uses that tool to divide our families. Don't go down, don't go to sleep with the confusion between the husband and wife because that confusion can lead to a window being open for division in the entire household. And before you know it, the children are acting funny. Before you know it, the money is acting funny. Before you know it, the refrigerator is breaking down and the car won't start because a window of division has entered in. The Apostle Paul was was even more intent on telling the, the church, don't let the confusion come in. He said in 1 Corinthians, the first chapter, the 10th verse, Now I beseech you, brethren, that you all speak the same thing and that there be no division among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Some of them were saying, I, I follow Paul, and some were saying, I follow Apollos, and some were saying, I follow follow uh, Saul, uh, Peter. But he says, there's just but one Jesus. It is one Jesus who died on the cross. 
It is one Jesus who descended down into hell for three days and three nights. It is one Jesus whose spirit was, was, was quickened by the Holy Spirit. And it is only one Jesus who sits at the right hand of the Father interceding for you and I. So, so don't get it confused. Don't get division among you, church. Stay together. <laughs> Obviously, we didn't listen to the Apostle Paul. Because now we have more Christian denominations than we have Jewish denominations. We have more Christian denominations than we have Islamic denominations. What would have happened if we had stayed one body, following one Lord, one faith, and one baptism? I'm going to sum it up real quick. My brothers and sisters, division confusion, discord, disagreements in the family, in the workplace, in the church are not of God. They are not of God. And if they're not of God, then they are a tool to be used, not for your good, but for your harm. I beseech thee, brothers, be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Let's squelch the division when we see it. Let's put an end to it before it begins. Let's let's talk out talk out the confusion. Let's get on one accord. God is the author of peace as abides in the house of the saints, in his church, in his workplace, in the marketplace, and in your home. Close the windows, my brothers and sisters. Close the window of division so that the enemy has no way to get in. This is my prayer for you this day. This is my prayer for your family. This is my prayer for your ministry, and this is my prayer for your finances. Close the window so that the fruits of spirit of love can overflow and grow. In Jesus' name I pray. Let thou say amen, amen, and amen. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, I ask that you like it and share with a friend and even consider supporting it. Even until we meet again, be blessed and be a kingdom blessing. Good morning and welcome to another episode of God's Word on the Go. I am your host, Pastor Dr. Yvonne Scott Miller. I am pastor of One Lord House of Worship in Duluth, Georgia. Thank you for tuning in. It was Saturday morning, somewhere around 6.30. God threw me out of the bed and I knew it was time to worship. So I went to my secret place. I went to my corner. And before the worship ended, he spoke these words. 
Psalms 63. Psalms 63. I could not wait to get up off the floor and run to my word and read what is it that God is saying to me. And I read all of Psalms 63. But I just want to share with you Psalm 63, 1 to 3. Psalm 63, 1 to 3. It reads, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. I read Psalm 63 over and over again, and I knew he was trying to say something to me. But it wasn't until later that afternoon that I understood the word. What he was saying is, Yvonne, I've heard your prayers. I've heard the cries of your heart. I've heard you when you have prayed in your secret language. I've heard you saying, Lord, show me your glory. I've heard you say, Lord, I long to have you in the sanctuary with me. Lord, return me to a season where I walk into the church and I feel your glory. I feel your presence. I feel your power. Lord, show me your glory. I know what it feels like and I miss it. You see, when I I was called by God to preach the gospel in August of 2008, one of the things I said to him is, Lord, I don't want church as usual. If I'm going to pastor, I don't want church as usual. I, I don't want hymn, prayer, praise and worship, sermon, offering, altar call, benediction, go home and do it all over again. Lord, I want you. I want you to show up and change lives. I want you to show up with miracles, signs, and wonders. You see, I can boldly pray that because I know what my God can do. You see, I've seen tumors disappear. I've seen dead spirits come to life. I've seen him heal my body on multiplications. So I know what my God can do. And I know what the power of his spirit in a house of worship can do to change a life, to change a future. So I've prayed often, Lord, if you don't come with me, don't send me. So on Saturday morning, he was saying, Yvonne, I heard your cry. I heard your petition. You want more of me. Because you said in your spirit that church without God is nothing at all. I want God. I want worship. And I want the presence of his Holy Spirit. But my brothers and sisters, while you're listening to this podcast, you can feel him. Just ask. 
Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit. If you're in the car, you can say, Lord, fill this car with your Holy Spirit. If you're at work and about to begin your day or in your day, say, Lord, fill this room with your presence. Lord, fill this space with your glory. My God is a gracious God. He's a wonderful God. He said, just simply present your petition to me. Present it in faith and I will answer your prayer. Today is August the 1st, 2021. Eight is a season of new beginnings. One Lord is the ministry that God has caused, has ordered me to oversee. Today I declare and I decree into the atmosphere from this day forward that this is a day of new beginnings for one Lord. Show us your glory. And we will be mindful to give you all the glory, all the praise forevermore. In Jesus' name, be blessed and be a kingdom blessing. Hallelujah and amen.